What's up, Banana Bunch? Welcome to another episode of the Jungle Gyms Podcast. Now, also streaming live to you on Facebook. What's on the menu at the Jungle this week, huh? Well, this week, I'm doing international treats and chocolate. I'm honestly pretty excited to eat these delicious little morsels in front of all of you. Up first, we'll be joined by Jim from our international team to talk about how we get so many interesting and exotic treats at the holidays, and then by local chocolate and treat maker, Ruby's Chocolates. It's going to be a sugary banger of an episode this week, no doubt. But before we dive into the main course, you know what I'm about to say, unless you are a new listener, maybe you found us on Facebook. But this is where I ask everyone to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. You see, podcast reviews help our standing on platforms, and between writing those reviews and sharing episodes with your friends, it's the cheapest way to show a show that you enjoy some love. And you know what? I want to hit 100 reviews by the end of December, and we can totally do it. We've still got weeks left. Thank you so much to everyone who's already hit us with a review. It's this kind of love that's kept us as one of the world's top 100 food podcasts on Apple Podcasts. That's actually really, it's kind of nuts, especially when you consider our competition has been doing this for years, and I've realistically only been around for weeks. I had to flex on everyone like that. I'm sorry. I did mention, though, uh, we've got some new listeners on Facebook, so of course, I want to welcome you all to the show. What's really cool is that Facebook just started allowing brands to post their shows directly to the platform. So I hope all of you are enjoying being able to listen on Facebook while you can keep scrolling and you can, you know, hit like on pictures of uh, my dog Morrison and then also listen to me talk probably about it. Maybe you did it exactly as I said that right now, which would be weird. Uh, But speaking of Facebook, I wanted to let you in on another little uh, secret. I met a woman named Shelly recently who is such a super fan of Jungle Gyms that she started a Facebook group to post about all things Jungle Gyms. Like right now, she's, she made her own cheese advent calendar for the holidays. I thought I've been really enjoying watching that. And I love seeing her recipes and other finds that she, you know, finds in the store. I guess that was in the name itself. Uh, and Shelly often inspires some of my content. So if that sounds like fun to you and you want to have fun with her and, and I'm in there too, so we can all interact. Uh, I would highly recommend though, that you check out her Facebook group. It's called Hooked on Jungle Gyms. Thank you for the love, Shelly. I really appreciate it. It was really nice to finally meet you in person. Now, how about all of you out there? Are you all doing okay? Great. I love to hear it. A few things I wanted to know before we start. This is a little mark time, right? Uh, You can actually catch me co-hosting on KISS 107 FM here in Cincinnati the week of December 20th. I was graciously offered the opportunity to come on John John's show. Now, if you don't know John, he's a legend here in the radio scene, and I am beyond honored to even be asked. I'm not, I honestly, I joke at first when he offered me, I was like, are you sure about this? <laughs> but seriously, I'm so happy to be a part of it. Now, if you're not local, or maybe you're just one of those people who hates their car radio, you can also listen to it through the internationally available iHeartRadio app. So make sure you download it right now so that you can listen. We're going to be telling fun stories. We're going to be talking about my work here at Jungle Gyms with creating the Jungle Gyms podcast, as well as my work as an actor, and I'm sure some other fun stuff. And you know what? It's going to be awesome. So please, in the meantime, give John a listen. He's on weekdays anyway. You know, and this is just a precursor, a little warm up, preheat the oven if we're going to keep it into uh, food related puns and wordplay, huh? Oh, and if you're in Cincinnati and you want to catch a movie this week, 
I got involved with the Woodward Theater in downtown Cincinnati, and I am co-sponsoring a screening this Thursday, December 16th, of the excellent 1982 film, The Thing, directed by John Carpenter. And after I said all that, I realized, wow, that's a lot of numbers, but December 16th, right? Uh, And this is fun, though. My co-sponsor on the event is known for their fancy A5-grade Wagyu beef. And guess what? They're going to be serving up some tasty eats to sample during the movie. It's going to be great. I mean, it really could not be great. The movie features Kurt Russell at his finest. Okay, time for the real business. Let's go. It's obviously the holiday season, and while I didn't want to dive in too obnoxiously on some of the usual trappings, I did think that it was painfully obvious that, you know what, here at the jungle, we really don't do holidays the same way as other stores do. So I did what any good podcast host would do, and I hit up our international management team here, and I was like, hey, everyone, what is so special about what we get here at Jungle Gyms this time of year? I figured, you know, I'd talked in passing over the last month or so on the show about how we built a huge gingerbread house made exclusively out of imported goodies. And I was like, oh, this would make a ton of sense. So anyway, my pal Jim hits me back up and is like, I got an idea. So you're going to be meeting Jim officially here from him today. And guess what? I think I had so much fun this week with him. I'm going to bring him back next week, too, for a little another little segment. So you can consider that a teaser. Well, all right, everyone. So I brought Jim in here today. Jim Beckett, he's one of the, uh, I call him the king of international. (laughs) But uh, it's, you know, it's the holiday season, and I won't sing the rest of that song. But what I thought would be fun was to talk about some of our international treats we get in here. So you brought a box of all kinds of fun, interesting stuff today. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I just made a quick walkthrough. Um, I wanted to start by saying that we are selling through this stuff fast. Yeah. So if you're listening to this and you're interested, you need to get in here because we are probably 50% through the holiday stock already. That's amazing. First of December. But um, the one point that I brought up to Mark a little bit ago was the fact that the one thing that makes us stand out from any of the competitors out there is we tend to buy the entire line on some of this stuff. So (laughs) if you go to Target, you can find a couple great Lint items. But if you come to Jungle Gyms, you can find everything Lint makes. Yeah. Every single holiday item they have is in here, and that goes right across the board on all these lines. So uh, you you truly – I can't say, hey, here's a distinct item that maybe nobody else has because some chain or some store might. Right. But I can tell you that on, on all of these lines, we just buy right across the board and we get, in, we get into them deep. So. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, you mentioned Milka before, and so yeah. that's quickly, since I've been working here, they've quickly taken over as my favorite, like, big brand, quote-unquote. Right. Uh, I, I don't know how large of a brand they are, but, like, you know, as far as, like, a wide variety of chocolates, I've been eating the hell out of their lineup because you carry so many different mm-hmm. things. I don't think I've had the same bar twice. Well, part of what we do with the Milka line is we're we're buying it from multiple countries and multiple distributors. So oh. you're not going to just get Milka Polish in okay. here. You're going to get Milka from, I, I call this Eastern Europe style. Right. And so there's multiple vendors. And I can tell you that the, the parent company is trying to keep a handle on this and restrict where it goes and who gets it and who gets what. And, and we help them fail because <laughs> we order, we order anything and everything we can get from them. And they're trying real hard to keep it under control. So they know who gets what, but we, we buy right across those lines. 
it's what I call gray area buying where I we, love it. We, we find someone that'll sell us and we buy it and then they go behind us and shut it down if they can. Wow. That's uh, part of the jungle gyms magic. Oh, it right is there. part of the magic. And we've done that for years. And so what, before we go into this though, but what's the point of them wanting to restrict that? Like, wouldn't they just, isn't a sale a sale at the end of the day? I, th- I think and you see that all through the industries, even like the soda pop companies, they restrict, they restrict, by state on some of the stuff because they have manufacturers and bottlers and vendors that are they have the rights to it in certain states and things like that so they're they're really trying to keep control of that and uh i guess a prime example i had is i had mcdonald's big mac sauce a couple years ago yeah and mcdonald's was trying to test market it and i got a hold of it and i was selling tons of it well that just destroyed their test market and they got so pissed that they just took it off the market. It's not even out there anymore. Wow. Oh, and because that was like a Canadian product, It was right? from Canada. I was importing it from Canada, probably totally illegally. And, uh, <laughs> you know, we were selling everything we could bring in here. Yeah. And that's true on a lot of this stuff. We, we, we'll go out and find it from a distributor that is maybe out of Denmark or something like that, and we'll, we'll buy it. And a lot of times after we buy it, they catch it and shut it down and don't let them sell it anymore. So, so we, we, get, we do get some unique sales. And if you look through this a little bit on the table here, yeah, we're pulling in items from multiple countries in their version of holiday items from right. Denmark and France and Great Britain and, and uh, you know, Eastern European and strong German. Um, the liqueur chocolates, which I wanted to mention. Yeah. Uh, what I like to say is, and you'll see it in our ads, we have the largest selection of liqueur chocolates in the world. There's nobody, I buy everything I can buy. And the orders this year are like $50,000 or so. And, and I'm well over halfway through them. No kidding. And so you'll see them from around the world here. We use a liquor jobber to help pull all this together every year. Oh, and, cool. And so he buys from multiple distributors and vendors and direct, puts them all together for us, and then ships us a large order for the holidays. Well, and this one here you hinted me, it's a Chateau Carré, I guess Carré chocolate. Um this sounds really interesting. I'm not used to seeing. It's always. I feel like every time I've ever seen these. Well, I, you know, realistically, prior to my time at Jungle Gyms, I feel like every time I see it, it's always the same one where it's like hard liquors in there. Yeah. Uh, and this sounds interesting because it's like all kinds of different wines. I almost think that would pair better with the chocolate. Yeah, a lot of a lot of wine chocolates, and that probably was one of the hottest items this year. My my beer and wine guy came up and said, "Next year, get pallets on this stuff because we, we can't even keep it on the shelf." That's crazy. I'm that. incredibly excited to try it. Actually, yeah. so I, I you know I've seen the display, and every time I walk through, I'm just in absolute awe of yeah. the quantity. And we're very restricted on how we can proceed to get this stuff because every once in a while, which is almost every year, <laughs> the liquor control board will come in here and ask for proof of where the stuff came from. They're very careful wow. with that. And it has to come from a sanctioned distributor that has paid all the taxes. Oh, okay. Lo and behold, it all comes down to money. Right. If, if, if we didn't pay the liquor, the liquor taxes on this, they did the, the, if the distributor didn't buy their license correctly, yeah. they'll come in and shut it down. Wow, that's won't. crazy. And it's like, hey, it's your fault. And I'm like, how is Oh, yeah, we've, there's been years where I've had to pull the stuff off the shelf and we ate it all. But anyway, oh, so well, we physically ate it, though. So it didn't, oh, go, no, it cool. didn't go to so waste. It didn't go to waste. <laughs> we, we all ate it. We ate it. Well, add me to that email yeah. list and that <laughs> kind of thing happens. I, have a, I know a good place for it. That was fun. I see. Obviously, so in the Milka Ball, what what was it? Is that just like a sort of chocolate? Sorted chocolates. 
And I, I can't say enough good things about you'll, their you'll, stuff. You'll say the, the Milka, and they've got, I can't even keep track with the amount of flavors and all they have. Insane. Um, but a lot of this, a lot of these are gifty ideas, and we're selling tons of gift ideas. Although my German buyer tells me that this has been probably the best year for stolen that he can remember. Okay. I don't know why, but he's reordered it repeatedly now. Any, anything and everything. And that's the beauty of what we have. And that's the reason Jungle Gems is in stock on so much stuff is if one brand sells out, we just move to another brand or another distributor or another vendor, and we just keep moving on and it keeps yeah. the shelves full. Um, but he said this is a banner year for stolen. Probably one of the most asked for things I had in the store this year was the the Christmas cake from Great Britain, and we've got a couple left. And oh, cool! Just, it's like know, a fruit cake. It's a fruit cake with an icing topping, and, and uh, oh, kind at of first I thought it was a, a boxed ornament. Yeah, it looks like an it, ornament. Yeah, it really looks nice. So you know, uh, our our selection from Great Britain this year was huge. I'm probably every bit of seventy five percent through it. So if you're looking for British holiday, you need to get in Now's here time. quick because it's not going to last. Um, I'm amazed how much showed up this year because there's still a lot of it that's sitting in port of LA. Mm -hmm. And at this point I'm, I'm going to have to turn those down because it's, it's going to be too, too late. Yeah, yeah. They, well, they're going to get here the week before Christmas. Um, that affected our cool candy cane lines. Oh, so, cool. Shiitake mushroom candy canes. Yes, yeah, so if you don't want just plain old yucky peppermint candy canes, I, I've got multiple flavors like the mushroom candy cane. That, oh, have you tried them? Uh, I have tried several of them. They're really yucky, honestly. Yeah. It's almost like a gag gift, but uh, I know I have kale candy canes down there. I think there's still some ketchup candy canes. Oh, left. ketchup. No, so, that's, that's so, the flavor. That's yeah. the red candy cane I wanted. So, you know, if you, if you want a little different take on the candy canes. Um, I think we were talking earlier about the, the gingerbread house that we put in every yeah. year. Uh, Schulte actually provided all the labor and, and goods for that this year. And uh, we had it filled stacked all around the gingerbread house and it's almost all gone again. But so uh, we carry all stores, of yeah. the different, uh, all the different German holiday stuff from Bolson and Schulte and you name it. We've still got some out there. But again, don't don't wait long or it'll all be gone. I, the rep had joked with me when he was putting up the mm -hmm. gingerbread house. He's like, he said the same thing. And this is what, beginning of November? Yeah, they actually saved us extra stuff on the side because they knew they were going to run into shortages and shipping problems. That's awesome. Um, uh, we talked about carrying everything somebody makes. I carry everything Walker's makes. I think Walker's oh, is we, phenomenal product. Probably the, the best cookie that's out there for the holidays. And we've got a lot of the tins, which are really cool and really solid. <laughs> this one's adorable. Yeah, a little, uh, little white Yorkie dog in a fun hat. <laughs> so kind of an overall here is you, we may not have totally distinct items, but we've got almost everything these guys make. So if you want something from Walkers, you're going to have like 50 different choices. Oh, yeah. And what to walk out of here with. Well, and I think that's, again, that comes back to the Jungle Gym's magic, right, where it's like, yeah, sure. I might find I, I keep going back to Milka because I'm like a disgusting monster. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, I, it's that thing where I'll go in there and be like, OK, well, yeah, sure. Maybe I've seen one of these bars somewhere else in my life. Mm -hmm. But it's always like the same one. It's always like the Oreo collab they did. And that's the one I'll find. But then here it's like, oh, did you want to try 35 other versions that they offer? And the answer has been, of course, I'm like 33 in so far. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a personal favorite in the, in the lineup, or is there anything you go for this time of year from out of the country? Oh my gosh, I like so much of it. Um, I'm a little old fashioned. I love the like the gingerbread cookies. I, that's kind of an old fashioned thing, but yeah, probably my favorite would be the gingerbread hearts. 
Oh, from, cool. From, like the ones from, here? From, yeah. Beautiful. Okay, I let, so I I let my, I, I, yeah, I let my own personal preferences get in the way when I pick through some of this, but. Isn't that all this is? It's like oh, we, yeah. we all just try to rise through the ranks and we're like, whatever I think is cool is now going to be what is cool. <laughs> oh, I should mention one of the hot, hot topics last year that I got in at the end and I have now is I do have the Cocoa Bombs back in stock. Oh, for the like, uh, hot chocolate thing? Right, okay. right. And I've got those in multiple flavors and those have been hard to get you know, hard to get the last couple of years. So I know I just got the holiday peppermint ones in and I think there's caramel and chocolate and dark chocolate out there. Oh, so those are in good. coming up in an ad here probably next week. Oh, amazing. Sounds great. Yeah, probably I would assume probably around the time this airs. Yeah. Since we're always a little bit ahead here. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Oh man, Jim, I really appreciate it. Sure. I'm so curious about the stolen. You know, it's funny you mentioned the stolen. I have, you know, I'm I usually take at least one or two strolls through the store to see if I can't find a customer that wants to talk to me in here. Right. Uh and I would say though, every time I'm over in the international holiday section. Someone has repeatedly told me to try these, mm-hmm. and I really didn't know what it was. I'm just like, is it bread? I, you know, you know, and uh, so it's, it's funny to hear that how popular it is this year because I'm like, I guess I'm missing out at this point by having not tried it. I, I, I like to think that if you, if you, as you cross cultures, you're going to find similar commodities in every culture. This mm-hmm. is kind of like a fruit bread, okay. and you're going to see that in the Hispanic culture you're going to see it in the italian very strong right the panettones so yeah sure so you're gonna you're gonna see basically a, a fruit bread in every, every culture and you're gonna see that right across the board on a lot of this stuff so you have to look at it twice to realize what you're looking at but uh, right. a, a lot of the stuff I, I always talk about dumplings every culture's got dumplings sure you know whether whether it's the japanese or the chinese or the, the russian the pierogies are all yeah, different kinds of dumplings. All it's kind of funny how we all kind of figured out the same things yeah. to a certain extent. We're like, oh, we just—it's like a little bit the stuffing changes, you know. Yeah, uh, and a lot of effects from a lot of the countries that were helping developing countries, maybe, or oh, sure. or conquering, if you want to be real. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot, a lot of effect from different countries because of the the, the countries that colonized them, basically. Yeah. So the, those foods that. cross over, but. Um, well, super. Yeah, now people can come in here and try all the crossovers. So, which is something you won't find anywhere else. We might not have the absolute best variety in Chinese food. We will after this remodel, yeah. but nobody's got as many items from all over the world as we do. So, oh, I love that. Well, Jim, I really appreciate. It. Thanks for coming down and spending some time with me today. Awesome. Yeah, I'm uh, not looking forward to mushroom candy canes at all. But at the same time, that's the one I was going to leave you. But. <laughs> Whatever. I'm a ketchup cane guy. (laughs) All right, Mark. Thank you. Thank you. I know what you're all saying. Whoa, right? Yeah, there's like so many options. And it is important to note uh, that we do still have a decent amount of this stuff left in the store as of the day of the show's release. But again, and I know Jim tried to stress this in the interview, it will not last long. So if you want to have a better chocolate Santa this year, just come in right now. Okay? Right now while I'm saying this. If you do come in, come say hi to me. Maybe... You can come be on the show. I haven't gotten to do a really fun what brings you in a little while. People are kind of very laser focused on their shopping and less time for podcasting, it seems. (laughs) But come on by. It'd be great. And you'll love what you get. I realized while I was cutting the show together that I was going to potentially miss out on a great opportunity here. You know, since this was sort of my holiday episode, for lack of a better descriptor, I realized I had an opportunity and I needed to strike while the proverbial iron was hot. So I reached out to show favorite Christy from the bakery 
And I told Christy, you know, of all these holiday treats, one thing I've never tried because it's kind of a meme. And uh, for those of you who are older than me, a meme is kind of like a joke. Uh, <laughs> is the fruitcake. Never tried a fruitcake. And I posted about this last year on Facebook, and my friend Candace reached out to me. It was like, well, this isn't really a fruitcake, but this is kind of a fruitcake thing that my family makes. And she brought me one, and it was delicious. But realistically, it was not a fruitcake, right? It was more like uh, delicious cookie dough with fruits in it, which was amazing. Uh, and thank you, Candace, if you're listening. Um, but I reached out to Christy. I was like, we got to find out more about this. So Christy says, hey, you know, my mom's been really heavily involved with the bakery for a long time. Why don't I bring her in with me and we'll tell you all about fruitcake. So I thought it would be fun to insert that into the middle of this episode. Look, you're getting a little insight to my process and how this all works. So let me welcome Christy and Carolyn. Carolyn, this is your first time. Christy, thank you for bringing your mom in. This is fun. This, this is, a, is great. It's a family affair. Sly Stone wrote about yes, this. Yes, this so. whole building's a family. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. You know, I really... I feel that way, too. I've, I've really had that familial experience, even the short time I've been. I mean, it's been almost four months now, which is... Already? Oh, I beat you. Wow. Yeah. I've been over 22 years. <laughs> I beat so, you both. Oh. <laughs> yeah. She's always trying to one 22 us. and a half for her. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> a little bit more. <laughs> That's so fun. Yeah. Well, you know, I was working on some holiday content, so I reached out to Christy, and I was like, hey, Christy, you know everything. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But Sounds I so bad. wanted to, well, we kind of uh, uh, approached this a few months ago because yeah. I told you I'd never tried a fruitcake before. So you let me try one and it blew my mind. And that one wasn't even up to our regular standards. See, and that's why I'm so excited. So I was hoping you ladies today could tell the world a little bit about fruitcake. Because for me, it's that, you know, it's been the butt of the joke for many, many holidays. I'm so curious about that. I mean... Can you all tell, yeah. yeah, tell me about it. Well, let me first explain my mom. Yes. Okay. Her name is Carolyn Russo, and she um, has been here in the bakery for, as she just said, 22 and a half years. And she started um, part-time. She was an oncology cancer nurse. Wow. And then as she was retiring out and slowing down that end, she picked up in here, mm -hmm. and she started in demoing. And oh, okay. before COVID in the store, we would have samples all around. So she ended up coming to the bakery and being our, our demo lady. And she has quite a following. Um, because of the COVID situation, we're not doing demos anymore. Right. But she still has families. On her birthday, they came and brought her balloons and flowers. <laughs> it was amazing. That. It was so fun. One really. even brought me the material to make an apron. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's incredible. It is. So uh, if you think I know a lot, my mom does too. It runs in the family. It does. And so since <laughs> she was... you. Yeah. But since she was demoing and you interact a lot with people, she researched her stuff. So... Mm -hmm. Mom, that's how I'm going to refer to yeah, her in please. this interview, um, this <laughs> session, whatever. Mom, um, I'm trying to remember all that you told me about the history with the fruitcake. Well, there is a long history. Fruitcake has been traced back to the originality of Roman times. Wow. Now you're talking centuries. They have found evidence of it. And the Egyptians followed suit. They have found evidence in the tombs. And... Uh, it, they checked out, they used nuts, raisins, and some kind of a seed. I forget what the seed was. That was to help 
the deceased to transfer into the his next life with food to eat. And it through the centuries, it just every country started and nationality started. Uh, fruit cake can go by many names. It can go by cake. Mm-hmm. It can go by fruit cake. Some of them are um, Christmas cake. Uh, this one I'd never seen before. Uh, Christmas uh, Christmas pudding and oh. a depression cake. Okay. During the depression, when eggs and every you know everything was so re- not available, they made the cake just using no milk, sugar, butter, eggs. They used only oil, salt, uh, water, vanilla flour, sugar, and baking soda. And that was their cake because they couldn't afford to buy the other stuff. But they do it, and they would ice it and decorate it. You'll find many, if you Google fruit cake, mm-hmm. you could go on for hours what has been done through the centuries with it. Amazing. Well, it now, sounds like one of those universal products that shows up in every culture now. Yes, that's I, I was much. talking with International. Well, so this will be all part of the same episode. So they brought in some stolen. Yes. I think that's how you're probably yeah. mm-hmm. and, and we also have stolen in the bakery along with our um, fruitcake. Now, our stolen we bring in by somebody. Okay. But we make a lot of fruitcake at this time of the year. <laughs> uh, when you say a lot... Can you put that in perspective? The sigh, I think, oh puts my it in perspective gosh. realistically. Um, wasn't it over a thousand loaves last year? Oh, easy. Yeah, easy. I think I know uh, it was over a thousand right. loaves last year. Folks, help me out with the math. We're baking it three times a week okay. at uh, about seventy-two loaves a batch. So, and so. it is not easy to make. It is you need not muscles easy. with this. Yeah. Okay, right, so we're talking heavy. 216 loaves at least. At a least, week. at least. Okay, and then yeah. you're making that for what, two months though? Uh, yeah, we started in the beginning of November. Yeah, so you're pushing 2,000 loaves Easy. easily. Yeah, Easy. if not more probably. Yeah, yeah. Because every time I go to look for I bought one. Oh, a after, regular one? Yes, I did. I So r- about a week or two after you let me try it, I was like, I told my mom. Cause, well, oh yeah, I brought my mom in. So it was yes. that same day. Okay. Uh, and I was like, you got to try this thing because I know we've heard our entire lives that this is this, quote, joke product for yeah. whatever reason. Well, back to my mom with the yeah. history. Mom, yeah. why did it become such a joke thing? Well, it's been nicknamed a doorstopper. <laughs> it's been named as a weapon to knock your husband in the head with. <laughs> it's had multiple purposes through the years. And one reason why ours is so superior to others, mm-hmm. it is baked fresh. It has not been in storage. It hasn't been in a freezer. It is baked fresh from scratch. Everything is done here. Now, needless to say, we don't chop up the dry, uh, the candied fruit right. that we purchase because we'd have to fire a, a hire a whole team to do that. <laughs> yeah, but wasn't it because Johnny Carson... Oh, did I, not I, yeah. I forgot about Johnny Carson. He brought up the fruitcake thing. And that jumped sales that year. Really? Uh, just by Johnny Carson saying it. And he was calling it by its nickname, a doorstopper and everything. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he really enforced into the American culture. It is amazing how much of an influence he really has. A, oh, yeah. Still standing to this day. Mm-hmm. And fruitcake is one of them. Everybody creates it as a joke. And it never fails to amaze me. I have people that we hired. Mm-hmm. And they're and I'm like, oh, you got to try your fruitcake. Oh, I don't like fruitcake. Have yeah. you had it? 
No. Yeah. No, but then how do you know? Exactly. Uh, I have converted many a husband to fruitcake. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and what is outstanding to watch? Children like it. But, of course, there's a lot of sugar in it with that right. fruit. But they'll be there, and they want to get it, and Mom says, oh, he doesn't like it, he won't eat it. Well, like kids do, they make liars out of parents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, this cake is very, very rich. Mm-hmm. Um, and our cake, essentially, it's a whole lot of fruit held together with some stuff. Yeah. yeah. You know, that kind of thing. And But it is minus one important thing, yes. I think. It is another distinct thing. And it's why we, we, do we like ours. We do not have citron in ours. Yeah. Oh. And when I researched other ones, their ingredients, they had citron. Citron is a fruit of its own. It's the citrus family. But uh, there's many different citrons, so... What they're using, I don't know. But to me, that really changes the flavor of that cake. Yeah. Because we don't have it in there. Right. It make it more bitter? You're yes. yes. It okay. does make it more bitter. Because there is one that, it's, when I read about it, it sounds like it t- turns your toenails upside down. It's so, <laughs> yeah. it's so sour. Yeah. Yeah. So ours... We have pineapple, we have cherries. Mm. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, we have golden raisins, we have regular raisins, and we have molasses in it, we have ginger. We um, make the everything, you know, from it. Yeah. And, and there's definitely allergy things in it, so. Heads up but on that, But people yeah. around here are pretty smart on their allergies. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's been nice to see, too, that I right. feel like for the most part, it's just like, hey, this has nuts in it. Beware, that's it. Exactly, because you know? ours mm-hmm. has pecans in it. Okay. Yeah. And um, mom, wasn't it Queen Elizabeth? Um, no, oh, Queen Victoria. Pr- uh, Princess uh, Diana. Mm-hmm. Well, yes, Queen Victoria always had fruitcake all year round. She'd really? have it at tea time, at high tea. But Kate Middleton and Princess Diana both served wedding cake at their weddings. The fruit cake for their wedding. Really? Uh-huh. Yeah. I that, found that it, interesting. It, yeah. I thought that's very interesting. Mm-hmm. See, that's always what's fun about little, you know, cultural I love that kind of stuff. Me too, yeah. And honestly, I knew that, but her just saying it went click in my head. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Well, I didn't. Well, for (laughs) one, fruitcake can hold for a long time. As we mentioned, we've been making it since November, and we have definite people who come in and want it at the beginning. And those kind of people might douse it with some rum Mm -hmm. or something like that. And they wrap it in cheesecloth, and then they'll give it as a gift or something and so it is so moist and so dense and queen victoria was like this cake is so rich it should only be eaten you know sparingly mm-hmm. um and at one time uh, when the united states started shipping uh uh sugar or the sugar over our sugar wasn't as good as england's was interesting and, uh I, th- I found that unusual, but they, you know, the ground, the crop, and everything else. But the, uh, I lost my train of thought on that. Oh, the age. They have it documented. They have found one edible, 106 years old. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it does not really need to be refrigerated, believe it or not, as wow. long as it's wrapped tight. Yeah. Yeah. It, because uh, the alcohol, mainly if you're using the alcohol. Right. 
Yeah. I, like works as a preservative, I mm-hmm. guess. Yes, that's incredible. So, and yeah. we wrap, wrap those Egyptians ours. knew what they were doing. Yeah, <laughs> we wrap ours in such a way that it makes it look like it could be a present right now. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It, it's a, it's again like when you first showed it to me, I was like, oh, that's a visually not what I anticipated seeing. Right? Again, you've seen those overly preservative, heavy, yes. like. The, you know, again, not that we're hand drying fruit or anything here, but you can tell the quality of the fruit that you're putting in it, even from just a visual standpoint, is a cut yes. above what I'm used to seeing. Right. There's none of that like neon colored cherry or anything no. like that in there. And it, I mean, it, it looks legitimately delicious. It tasted awesome. And it, yeah, it's like this dense, rich cake. I was so, I just, I was so blown away by it mm-hmm. because I think a fruit bread is really, we're, I'm hoping that. In the long term, this little interview will rebrand fruitcake. Fruitcake will top Johnny Carson. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm trying to do. I'm gonna, you know, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to say I could replace him, but you know, it's a new world. Who knows? Yeah. You know, that's the kind of influence I'd have. So, right. Well, you kept t- bringing up the uh, richness of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 10th century, that was when they stopped using imported sugar into Europe. They banned the other sugars because it was thought to be. Too rich and tasty for the common people. Wow. So they just weren't prepared for it, I guess. No that's... difference in the sugars. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. It makes it different. And, of course, measurements and what they put in it. There's yeah. so many ways. Uh, there's bazoo ways you can make fruit cake. I had no idea. Well, see, that's maybe that's right. next year. Maybe we'll no. try a few different versions of it. Oh no, please no. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm really just hoping you get a slice of that 106 year old cake. I'd, I would try a bite. I wonder where it is now. Who yeah. has it? Yeah, that's a good yeah. question. I give you bet. It's probably in one of the Egyptian museums. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, I'll call well, my relatives and see if I've got any good connections. Oh, there there. So. Oh. Yeah, he's got people everywhere. He knows a guy who knows a guy. That's right. He, you know, knows a guy. Oh, oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but in the bakery, we'll probably stop making it and maybe the second week of January okay. until it runs out, sure. you know, kind of thing. So you'll be able to find it in there. As long as we can keep making it, there we'll go. Um, <laughs> it takes it, it. We have to plan for the bake because it takes over two hours to bake alone. Oh, wow. So it really consumes our ovens. And I can't devote that much time. Of course, long term. How many can you get in at a time? We can do two batches at a time. That's two racks. That's what our ovens can hold. And when you say two racks, how many is in a rack? Ballpark. Um, Well, on each rack is going to be the 70... Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. It's so I'm baking like 145 wow. or whatever. Amazing. Yeah, at, okay. a, at a time. But we have a carousel convection oven rack. It's kind of like if you ever see me opening, it's like opening a bank vault. Right. And I walk in and I can put <laughs> the racks in there and there's two Jesus in there. say, I got a little upset when I saw her walk into that big oven the first time I had saw her. I said, don't slam that door. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and and by the way, Mark, because you're going to be in this amazing toy store, oh, it but is. it's going to get chilly. Come see me in the bakery. I will gladly, and I encourage all of you listening too to come do the same. If you are sitting there thinking I hate fruitcake, a like you said, I'm willing to bet you haven't tried it, and you definitely haven't tried anything like this. I was an instant fan, so yeah. And honestly, if they come quick enough, I'll let them try some of mine. I, I'm serious too, so. Just don't bring your nut and fruit allergies here. Sound good? 
Well, thank you so much for your time today, ladies. I really You're appreciate most it. You're welcome. Yeah, thank you so much for the history lesson. That was incredible, Carolyn. I'm awesome. Well, I enjoyed history. That was my top subject in school. Yeah. Plus mandatory Latin. Okay, that's enough about fruitcake, right? But maybe you heard all that and you said, you know, Mark, it sounds like there's a little too much gingerbread in your stocking this year. And I'll probably respond to that with, wow, is that an expression I'm unaware of? And you'll just say, no, I just don't love gingerbread the way you do. And I'm like, okay, well, that sounds like your loss. I'm not really sure where you're going with this. But maybe you just want to support a local treat purveyor who just so happens to have gotten a pretty nice little boost by being sold here in the jungle. Maybe you, too, want to enjoy some of their incredible cake truffles. And they are incredible. You will literally hear me pretend to not eat them on the show in a second. And because of your wants and desires, I thought I'd invite local chocolate and treat makers in from Ruby's Chocolates. It's a sweet personal story of overcoming adversity. And as you may now recognize as a fan of the show, Jungle Gyms, we're, we're kind of on the front lines here, right? Like we're always looking for these kinds of rising stars. I, I feel confident in being able to say this, but we love being a for lack of a better term, pilot program for so many brands. And get used to hearing about that because I think that's incredibly interesting. And I'll be inviting many more people onto the show in the coming weeks to talk about how we helped them get to where they are and how so many of these people are going on to do incredible, very interesting things. Anyway, I had Ruby's in a little while back to do this interview, but I thought now was a perfect time to talk about it. It's sweet season, right? So sit back, pop in a cake truffle, and check out Ruby's Chocolates. What's up, everybody? Thanks for coming in. Thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah absolutely. We're, uh, we're excited to be here. Yep. You're excited. I can't finish that sentence. They're all getting trouble. I am incredibly excited. First off, you all did one of my favorite things when I have a guest come in, which is bring me delicious stuff to eat. So thank you for showing up. You're welcome. We hope you enjoy it, too. Oh, I am. I'm already, uh, if you can't tell from my physique, I'm currently a fan of Ruby's Chocolates. <laughs> I love your store, and I love that and now it's even more accessible to me being here in the jungle itself. So that's awesome. Right. So tell me a little bit about the inception of Ruby's. Uh, was this your baby from the jump, Melinda? Yeah, it was. I started in my house like 12 years ago. So, um, and then I was in there about six months and I decided, well, it's getting way too big for the house. Yeah. So that, that's actually when I came to Jungle Gyms and I dropped off some samples and uh, I actually did it several times before yeah. someone called me back, but I kept on coming because I believed in what I, what, what I was doing. Yeah. And uh, when we first started, we just had a little bitty section. And I kept on asking, when can I get behind the glass? When can I get behind the glass? <laughs> it took me five years to get behind the glass. <laughs> but then it, it exploded with the truffle cakes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And they're so delicious, too. Have you always been into baking and chocolate, chocolate I, baking? I love sweets. I mean, it's like I only have like one cheat day a week, but it is like that's what I eat the whole entire day. Oh, that's and a- that's what, what we come up with is like the our favorite things, like favorite flavors. And it's everything that we make. We basically eat. <laughs> How I mean, we're, we're, we're yeah, all sweet tough. people. Yeah. Yeah. I literally don't think I, I think that's a big reason that this is like my first time working in food where at this point I'm just like, I've given up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, every day is a cheat day here at the jungle for me. So no, this is amazing. And I'm, uh, I've gotten a hand right now, Halloween themed. This is the joy of one of the joysticks, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. And it will bring all of you joy. If you try one, <laughs> I'm at that point where I'm like, do I crunch into the microphone or not? Um, what were you doing prior to making chocolate? I did design work, interior design, and uh, fashion merchandising. 
I worked for Federated and oh yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. My father was in the real estate end there at Federated for a long. Yeah. That's what brought us to Cincinnati. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, these are incredible. So what are, What am I tasting in here? Is there caramel in between the pretzel layer? Yes. Every joystick that we do, besides the Buckeye joystick, we uh, wrap it in caramel first, and then we dip it in either milk, dark, or white chocolate, and then we put whatever kind of toppings people want on it. Well, I love that you're doing all these seasonal ones, too. Yeah. We're, it's getting really popular, especially in uh, Cena. actually can talk about his Oakley store that uh, people can just walk in because we do everything in the Fairfield location, which yep. is probably like three miles away from here. Oh, okay. But uh, our Oakley store has really uh, been, well, what I should say is our business has really picked up in Eastgate because of our Oakley store. I mean, it has probably, what is Yeah, I would say it's gone up about 200% since we've opened the Oakley location, if not more. That's amazing. Um, it's, and congratulations. Thank oh, you. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. It's uh, It's been a significant impact on our business. And I don't know if it's just the credibility of people, you know, kind of like McDonald's, you know, you see it over and over again. You see yeah. the big M, the arch. You're going to eventually, you know, you see the R over and over. You're like, okay, this place is legit. It's right. some credibility. And uh, I think it's done that in that, you know, demographic of Cincinnati, at least. Um, it's only going to continue to get better too, and that's why you see the big R on the bag. And right, mm-hmm. it's uh, it's going to be a staple of ours, and hopefully a household name in Cincinnati. The the trajectory that we're going in right now. That's what we want to build is that company logo, that big red R. Because we started, I started the business actually after, and I named it uh, Ruby's because of my grandmother, mm-hmm. and uh, she um, she was like the. <laughs> The backbone of who I am. Sure. And I always, you know, as a kid, I, you know, you always look up to like superheroes. And it was my grandmother. I looked at her. I was like, I want to be her. You know, when I get right. older, it's because, she, you know, she ran her own business. And uh, the reason why I had that big red R is I was sitting behind her and she was, that's when they wrote their, you know, their, they autographed every check, you know, right. their, their signature. <laughs> and she signed with a big R. And I, I was like, Mamma, I said, well, why the big big R? She she looked at me and she was dead serious because I'm a very important person. <laughs> and you know I was probably seven years old, but I remember that. I was like, okay. <laughs> oh, definitely leaves yeah. an impact. Yeah. So the, the the R is what we want to be noted for. So when Cena came on board, he actually even designed our new logo. He did everything, and he got that in play. And like the Oakley store, he basically did all that the signage he you know I designed stuff but mm-hmm. he did all the legwork he's he's been there that's actually his store I don't even go down there oh wow <laughs> yeah the whole idea behind it um not to get away from the R but you know adding the impact of putting handmade it shows the labor behind it and sure. then you put in Cincinnati and I think I've I've told this before is you know someone's like well you don't technically make it in Cincinnati and I'm like well the San Francisco 49ers don't play in San Francisco either. <laughs> so, uh, you know, but it gives, it is, you know, on the whole scheme of things. <laughs> That's great. You know, I've, I've told you before is, you know, someone in Colorado or California, they're not going to know Fairfield, Ohio. Right. Do I want to put Fairfield on the map? Absolutely. But uh, I think putting that Cincinnati has made a huge impact, especially here in Jungle Gyms. I mean, or sure. any of our wholesale locations, uh, just due to the fact that it says Cincinnati on it. And then during these, the pandemic, uh, you've seen a lot of these local businesses have a huge impact in the communities and uh, people have been supporting better than ever. 
I love hearing that. And I kind of love that there's been a big explosion in just locally curated food in general and that everybody really wants to support something locally made, right? You know, sure, in the big corporate end of things, there are people still behind that. But it's, I don't know, it's a lot better to me that I can literally speak with you about it you yeah. know be like what really went in this you know what i mean right. and and i can hear it directly from yeah, you yeah and we do, and we do a lot of custom things where people come to us well if they want a certain flavor say they want bubble gum in their way you know right. we, we do cakes now as well oh. so we do wedding we do I try not to turn any business down. Sure. You know, I was taught a long time <laughs> ago, <laughs> you know, when I started at Federated, I had a boss. Actually, I started at Elder Beerman, and oh, I had okay. a boss, uh, and he told me, he said, I don't care what I ask you. He said, you say you can do it, and then when I walk away, you can go in the corner and cry and think about how you're going to do it, but get, to, get it done. Never yeah. say never, you know, and, and just try. I try my hardest and to do the best I can, and every cake, whatever I do, I act like I'm doing it for myself. Brilliant. You know, yeah. and it's a gift. Most of the stuff is gifts that people give to people. So we we do the best that we can. I mean, I want it to look beautiful. Right. I mean, it's very clear to me that this is a passionate thing for you, oh, that you're I, really pouring yourself and your love oh, into the product. Yeah. You can taste it. Yeah. I know that I, sounds I think silly. So, no, I, I think so. I've, we've had several people. So at the beginning of uh, when she started out of the house, mm-hmm. uh, she used to always lead with the ingredients. And the main, the first thing would be made with love. Um, but you could actually taste the love in her and the passion that she puts into these chocolates. And I think it goes a long way with how, the, you know, the success and how far she's gone in the 12 years that she's been in business. Yeah, because I started out with $25. Wow. And, yeah. During a recession. Recession, yeah. Right? Was, yeah. Everybody was like. I love that. I went to the bank, gave the lady. She's like, "What's?" I, it was $25. I said, mm-hmm. when I open up a business account. She's like, honey, she's like. This is the worst time to be opening up a business. I said, well, I, I want to open this business up. Yeah. You know, Th- this is what I want to do. And I, it's, it's been hard. It's been an uphill battle. I think anything worthwhile, it's, you know, it's going to be an uphill battle. But once you get to the top, smooth well, we're not there yet. Right. <laughs> and no. we might never be in my lifetime, but I know with my boys, both my boys, you know, have taken control. Uh, the, our, my youngest son, he actually can mimic whatever I do. Really? We're seen as more the business. We oh, yeah, him- he's, he's talented. Yes. I mean, sometimes oh, yeah. he does things better than she even does. Okay, let's not go that far. <laughs> we, we can't get that twisted. <laughs> he's, a very, he's a very artistic yes, person, though, and he does a phenomenal job and helps. He's, I mean, he's her right-hand man as far as the, the aspects of creating, you know, chocolates here and creating everything. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. so fascinated with that world in general, just about, you know, I, I've talked a bunch on the show about how food is – to me, and I think probably to more people, whether they recognize it or not, but it's truly an art form, right? Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Oh, like yeah. even coming up with these, they're cute. They're designed, right? You, you eat with your eyes first. Yes. And I'm sitting here. I've just been kind of like out of the corner of my eye. <laughs> I'm on the pumpkin truffle the whole time. I'm like, how weird would it be if I continue? And this is always my b- most favorite and least favorite part of the show is how do I sneak the bites in? Well, yeah. take, take a bite. Yeah, I'll go for yeah. it. Yeah, I'll go. You think pumpkin's a good one to go oh, in next? yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's the season, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> How, how is it? The, I know the audience can't hear me doing my uh, eye roll of ecstasy in the background. That's so good. You get a really strong, like the pumpkin and the spice flavor. Mm-hmm. The cake is supremely moist. It's caramel on top too, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, and like black walnuts. Now, she like said before, like, so, you know, she's made that one for a few years. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've noticed that over the years, like, she... She doesn't have like, we don't have like recipes. Like, hey, this is how she just knows. 
Well, over the years, she always, you know, that's a seasonal one. So she'll alter it. Yeah, the next year, and it's like they continue to get better. Like this, <laughs> like this last year or this year, she added the the um, the walnut, but it's caramelized. You know, she throws oh. it in the skillet and gives it that extra little. Yeah, I mean, it's that extra little flavor that makes all the world of a difference. And Again, the idea that awesome. you came to this and you're like, "Hey, I have a tried and true product," but you know what? I have an idea. I'm going to execute that idea and it's going to be great. I think a lot of it, I mean, just in a quick read of you, you obviously have a lot of positivity behind there, what you do too. I'm total about positivity. I think, and again, I think it's another thing you can taste. Yeah. That is so, that's like dangerously delicious. Oh, Oh, it's very decadent and delicious in every aspect. It's addicting. Yeah. And I'm like the most basic on the planet too. So (laughs) I'm just like, once October 1st hits, I'm just like pumpkin everything. Let's go. You know, I don't blame you. Yeah. I'll probably eat a pumpkin spice latte today. (laughs) Exactly. It was like, I'm going to make a pumpkin spice Coke zero if I could. I, uh, yeah. And it'll be pumpkin season pretty much right until I kind of make my December shift to chocolate mint, which, you know, have that too. Oh yeah. I'll I'll see you in a month. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was going to ask about this since we obviously have some seasonal theming here mm-hmm. um obviously anything fun coming up for like thanksgiving and uh christmas coming up we're doing like fall things like uh like the pretzel sticks we have like mm-hmm. a butterscotch pecan toffee oh, kind man. of pretzel rod which is amazing that actually dorothy lane picked up too because uh, that's another you know people that we supply sure for. Uh, actually i got into jungle and dorothy lane at the same time that's amazing because i just made my rounds and i am not like a person that goes in to talk to people i'm not like that i'm passionate about if you get me talking about my chocolate Mm -hmm. i'm very passionate i will talk all day yeah but as far as going in and representing here here's what i have i'm so shy but i thought you know i have to do this yeah and it's all all that uh i had you know i was going through i went through a divorce Mm -hmm. and honestly i didn't have a vehicle i had to borrow people's vehicle to get my product wow yeah yeah, she uh, she didn't say this part, but when she first got her building, she didn't even have the money to pay the rent or the security deposit. And when the landlord asked, how are you going to pay it? She said, when the time comes, I'll have your money. I guarantee I'm going to go get the business that I need to support myself and my family. And uh, sure enough, the guy was like, I like you. This is exactly how I started my business good luck and then she he never looked back and sure enough she's never missed a payment that's amazing yeah well i think you'll find that a lot of people look there's that a the drive and determination which we've talked about but there is that level of just confidence and recognizing your success but you'll find that in so many of these cases i mean jungle's a great example of it right, here yeah. right where he's right. the same kind of way he was a fruit stand he was just right. like yeah, i'm gonna build an empire and then yeah he did he, i'm we're literally sitting in the studio yeah. he built in the yeah. grocery right. store you know he, I mean, his story. international market excuse me yeah right yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I i agree i think his story is absolutely amazing from what selling uh, tomatoes or peaches on the side of the yeah, road. Yeah, bananas to and everything. everything. Just a like, yeah. huge market. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, it's he had unreal. a vision and he's very positive. And yeah. I look up to him all the time thinking, oh my gosh, I, I want to get larger and I want, but you know, how do you do it? Yeah. Because I'm like in the kitchen all the time. I He's like the face of the company. I'm more like in the kitchen in the back. Like, the you know, hey, mom. The operation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she, uh, I, I, I kind of go off of what you just said, though, about her positivity. I think something that's that she brings more than anything, well, it ties into positivity, but she like manifests stuff. She's like, yeah, oh, I'll make 500 of these. And we'll and sell like, them. We've, I'm like, mom, we've never sold those before. She's like, oh, we'll sell them. Yeah. And it's, you know. You got to manifest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And people respond to that, you yeah. know, because 
you know, there's that thing. You mentioned this uh, briefly earlier about how, you know, about putting the name out there. And I kind of think in a weird way this ties in because, you know, people are at first, if they, you know, the first shop, right, they might not come in. Right? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I've not, I've not heard of this. And then now, but once you've established that footprint, people are like, I've always gone there. Yeah, <laughs> you, know, yeah. you know what I mean? And, yeah. But I think that you really can kind of will those things into existence, oh, yeah. you know, and people respond to it because they... I think people look at, and I'm going to lump myself in here because I'm right with you on that, but I think people look at us and go, oh, well, they obviously know what they're doing, so what? Do, I don't want to miss out on this. Right. You know? And you I'm have to have confidence. Of, of course. You know, it's, and it's not cockiness. It's it's borderline, but because I'm not cocky at all, but I am confident that I have a great product, and it doesn't bother me like if someone tastes it. And I've had very few people say, oh, I don't like it. Yeah, how you could know, they? Yeah, I mean, they might they might think it's too rich. Yeah, it's rich. It's of course, to be it's rich. supposed to be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My sister once told me she's like, "You make something fattening even more fat because my my best thing to do is to add something is either let, let's let's do some caramel on it or let's put some nuts on it or let's put yeah. you know I I make it the way I want to eat it. Yeah, uh, which is delicious yeah. and perfect. <laughs> oh, it, like well, again. The funny thing is, too, when she trains people, she says it to them exactly like that, and she expects them to be a robot and do it. She she expects, you know, perfection. And, uh, I mean, it's fu very funny it's what she demands out of her employees, but it's good. They all respect her. Yeah. But at the same time, like, everything has to be made the way she wants it made. And I would that's why we, you know, that's why she is yeah. the way she is. Yeah. I mean, everything has to look like I made it. Mm-hmm. I'll know that I did not make that. <laughs> I, know, I know I did not make that, but no one else will know. <laughs> so we we have some really good employees. You know, we've hired some like even younger people that you have to mold them and and but they've been very good and very sweet. And I'm I'm hard on. I said I'm going to be hard on you, but I'm going to be nice to. And I don't expect you to do anything that I wouldn't do. Right. Well, and I was going to guess. I was like, I, again, another common trait is that you hold yourself to those levels too. Oh, exactly. You know? And so it's that expectation that it's a funny thing. And this kind of keeps getting brought up on the show too, which is, it's funny. I didn't think it would come up as often, but I think there is sort of, and maybe it's a generational gap. Maybe it's just personality differences, but I definitely think at times you run into people and I've run into this in like in the production world and my creative stuff where I'm a very driven, talented individual, but I definitely know that if I do it, it gets done exactly the way it needs to get done. And maybe not everyone shares that passion. And they sometimes can look at you a little like, what's his deal? Yeah, but right. the thing is, yeah, I would, I'm holding myself to impossibly high standards yeah. and I want you to be a part of that too. Yeah. You know? And we've, that's why we've gone through like several people. Some people just can't do it. Yeah. And, and I'll tell them, I hate being up front like that, but I'm like, okay, I'm going to give you a day and we're going to see what you can do. Yeah. But there's nothing wrong with that. So we you throw so much stuff at them, but well, you know, and you can tell. You know, yeah. most people for the that I come across appreciate how straightforward you are, though. Of course, about that. Yeah. It's, it's you it's never have to second guess at what we're what right. we're thinking. Exactly. Yeah, it's very organic. You know, it's there's no there's no fakeness behind it, no. and you're just straightforward. And I. I think people do appreciate it. People are craving a genuine interaction. That's why podcasts got popular. I think that's kind of why the idea of everyone having their own YouTube channel became a big thing because they were sort of tired mm -hmm. of this manufacturing. You know, I made the joke at the beginning of doing the announcer voice, 
but it's so phony, right? You yeah. know what I mean? It's like that thing that you expect. You do have a great voice, though. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> you really do. You do. <laughs> you can like just like listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> Someone the other day sent me a message. They're like, I hope this isn't weird, but I find your voice incredibly pleasing to listen to. It is. I was like, I think that's great. Yeah. I mean, since I'm professionally doing it, I don't think it's weird at all. It no. depends on what you're doing. Yeah. Well, you know? Yeah. She's like painting. I was like, painting. Yeah. Anyway. But uh, <laughs> well, so you said you could talk all day about making chocolate. I really kind of want to hear a little bit about the chocolate making process. All I really know about the chocolate making process, I picked up in the uh, Hershey factory tour. So uh, nothing useful, actually. Right, right. So, well, you know, we have to melt everything down. But what we what we're noted for are truffle cakes. Mm -hmm. So we have to make the batters, and what it basically is is cakes with like different ganaches. So it d depends on the flavor. We have so many different extracts that we use, but we use nuts, caramel. It just depends on the flavor. Yeah. But we and then we have three different sizes, so we have people. It's a lot that goes into one truffle cake. So you make the batter, the cakes, whatever. Mm -hmm. You have to roll those. We have, like, specific people rolling those. And then they we usually let them set for a couple hours just to harden just a little bit or put yeah. them in the refrigerator. And then you obviously have to melt the chocolate. Right. And then you're going to dip it in, say, the cookie dough. You're mm -hmm. going to dip it in milk chocolate. Well, then you're going to have to have the cookie crumbs right there to just before it dries. Sure. Then you let it dry. Then you have to foot it in a dark chocolate. And then you're going to take another piece of cookie, dip it in dark chocolate, and put it on top of more cookie oh. crumbs. So that's just one. That one looks cake. so good that I'm it, not going to eat it in it, front of you. Oh my! God. <laughs> <laughs> that it, that is, you know, we haven't had that one for very long, and it's like doing so well. We were thinking about putting it in our top seller because we have a top seller yeah uh, box. That, uh, you mentioned multiple sizes too. What size would these be considered? Those just, are the large. Those are large. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah I yeah. was going to say I could that's maybe fit two here. in my hand. Yeah, yeah that's what we sell at They're Jungle Gym. Mm -hmm. So yeah. it was, you know, when we first got in here, from my understanding, she, they wanted something that was at that price point yeah. of three ninety nine. Mm -hmm. Um, Look at you, and the, the business already <laughs> dropping <I> prices. <laughs> <laughs> well, she so we, that, that's why she made that size. Well, Dorothy Lane wanted. You know, they wanted to sell them more in bulk. So they're selling them because, um, like I said, or she said, those are the first two stores she was in. Mm -hmm. So they had, like, a smaller size. Well, then I hopped on board, and I'm like, you know what? <laughs> For weddings, I noticed that, like, more of a bite size, you kind of just throw it right in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they're perfect. Right. So we started selling this thing called a Top Sellers Box, and it's it's 12 bite-sized truffles of our six most popular flavors. Brilliant. And it is oh, absolutely delicious. It's the number one gift that we sell. Yeah. Um, but that's why there is three different sizes. And, uh, you know, she makes them all look delicious. Mm -hmm. uh, what flavors are in that lineup? Uh, that's going to be birthday cake. While I fan myself here <laughs> listening. <laughs> cookies and cream, which is the most popular, um, you know, kind of Oreo. Of course. Cookies and cream, whatever, say no. whatever you want to call it. Right. I mean, Depends that, on who's the, requesting the name the, Right. Well, the name itself. Rocks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you get my point. Uh, key lime, triple chocolate. Oh, yeah. I, I, peanut butter. Peanut butter. Did I forget it? that all of them yeah no, triple, triple chocolate yeah. too um another winner and they're key all lime is one of my personal favorites too yeah, when I I come in. i'm your and it's funny because i'm normally not like a huge white chocolate me too. but the thing is every time i come in i end up with more white chocolate ones than i expect and my mom gives me a hard time she's like you got <laughs> white chocolate ones well that's, she's also a chocolate fan <laughs> yeah i have the same issue mark i don't yeah. even i don't even like white chocolate if you offer me like a straight up white chocolate <laughs> disc i'll be like no i'm okay yeah then you get, then like she looks over at me i'm eating the truffle cakes and i'm have like carrot cake and birthday cake and 
and key lime and they're oh, yeah. they're all white chocolate based. Sure. I'm like, well, I you, guess you it's And a, you don't even like white cake, white ice. Like you don't like birthday cake. That's my favorite. Like oh, I yeah. love that. that. Actually, I made it because my sister's like, you love birthday cake. Why don't you do a birthday cake, triple cake? I'm like, oh, okay. It's, and it's like a top seller. Oh, it's damn oh. good. It's, it's And re- you don't even like birthday cake. It's really good. The texture is really great too. Mm-hmm. And I know that's like a weird thing to mention, but it's like really creamy and moist and kind of soft. I mean, because you're saying you fold in the ganache with the cake itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it well, is you, you decadent. Said the, you said the best word to describe it with moist. Um, I know people don't like to use that word all the time to describe things, but, <laughs> but they're there's, wrong. There's, yeah, they're absolutely wrong. There's not a better word to describe it. And, you know, when people ask, oh, well, what is a truffle cake? Because, you know, you don't usually hear that. You hear cake pops. Sure. You know, the only th- difference is ours aren't on a stick and they're a little bit more uh, embellished with the, the decorations on yeah, them. Yeah, they're more fun. But, uh, that's why I tell people they're more moist and then they don't fall apart. Sometimes you, you bite into like one of those cake pops and oh, it's, yeah. it's just crumbles. Well, it's just cake and icing. Right. Cake pop. That's what a cake pop so is. So then yeah. ours, I guess, I don't know the other ingredients that we throw in it, just allow them to be that moist. And it's, yeah, and we I do actually a, we had do a jungle. A few things well, I had a Jungle Gyms employee tell me the other day. He was like describing how he's like, well, it's like cake and ice cream all in one, but there's no ice cream. (laughs) And I was like, oh, I guess that's pretty good analogy. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's so good. And well, you know, and I would assume that so many people probably have only had like mass produced cake pop type things, which again, you know, I don't want to be mean to the corporate people, but on a personal level, I want to be very mean to them because I I don't like mass produced treats. They don't taste like anybody cared about me. Their quality control is not where it needs to be, right? I don't want to bite into a cake pop and it'd be like a dry pile of yeah. crumbs that's awful yeah whereas this is like this rich i mean again i know i was joking about it but i'm really not joking about it like there's going to be a little private time between me and the <laughs> remainder of these <laughs> okay well, <laughs> like well the first say, and last visit no, yeah. I'm, I'm so i can't kidding. say you're the first person to tell me that either so. yeah, I, I mean it's it, true it's, no that is it is funny it's that thing where i'm like i just hate to smile this much well <laughs> you would actually appreciate this when she first started it used to be ruby's sweet spot and then we realized we might have to change that name due to the fact of what you just yeah, said. Yeah, because people like me were probably going to giggle a little too much, but, but you well, never know. Even when you Googled it, it was like, okay. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you're like, exactly. oh, okay. We better should change Yeah, those are not the photos we were looking for. <laughs> yeah, these are definitely not decadent chocolates. <laughs> but visit decadentchocolates.com. Um, that's so funny. What are what's the what's like the next big milestone or step for you? Where do you want to go next? I know we were joking about not being the top. What would you consider the top? Um, well, we want to become like a Cincinnati name, and I know Cena probably doesn't want me to mention this, but I want to. Uh, it is Oakley store. I want to do like creamy whip. So we do like <sighs> a blizzard mix with the truffle cake. Say no more. And I will pay rent. I just want to start out, you know, like simple with a vanilla ice cream, you know. But then. Me, I would love to have like a, you know, like a triple chocolate truffle cake with like extra fudge on top uh, of it. And- we were, <laughs> yeah, we were going to start it off diff- like just where it's pretty simple where you have like the base, you know, vanilla and then yeah. you throw one of the truffle cakes in it. Kind of, Or maybe you know, two truffle cakes. Right. And just blend it up together. That would yep. be incredible. Yeah. But uh, I'm... <laughs> We've been doing those smash balls. I don't know if you've seen those. You get a little hammer, you break it in, and then you bust it open. And it's, oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. pretty cool. Mm-hmm. There's treats inside. Some That's people fun. have given us uh, gift cards or little gifts to give to their significant and other. And then you, like, seal it in there? Yeah. Uh, That's yeah, cool. it's pretty cool. Um, that uh, along with uh, the hot chocolate bombs, which... Oh, yeah. So I, I have seen those. I hadn't seen the... the what would you call the other ones again? Uh, they're called... I mean... Smash balls. Smash, smash balls. balls. I don't... Oh, that's cool. I call them a gimme jimmy. Oh, it looks like I love a gym it. and it's a gimme. Yeah, so. there we go. <laughs> that works for me. No, I'm like sitting here 
going, oh, that's some good. As it's, we're getting near to gift buying season, right, I would right. definitely recommend that's right up my alley. Too. Oh, that yeah, sounds the, like so much fun. The hot chocolate bombs were oh. a huge success last year. And oh, that, yeah. that was one of those items I told you that I've, we've never made before. Mm-hmm. And then she just made 500 right away. Yeah. And we're like, oh, we were joking at Thanksgiving <laughs> dinner. Like, she's like, how many do you think we'll sell this season? And I was like, uh, I said at least a thousand. And she was like, she said, she said like, she said, no, she I think you said like 250 or something or 500. I said 50. And I was like, there's no way. Well, just, we went way past what everybody assumed. I mean, we were, we, before we opened there, there was a line outside our door, he actually 40, videotaped it. It's like the Jordan release. Well, it, <laughs> it was like 45 minutes before we opened, and it was 34 degrees outside, and I see a line wrapping around the, the store in Oakley, and I'm like, okay, these are these product is good, but oh my God, like this is very humbling. It was it was a cool experience because yeah. I've seen yeah. all the hard work she's put into it. I know what I, you know, the blood, sweat, and tears I've put into it. Yeah. And for people to wait in line like it's a Jordan release or a video <laughs> like game you got release. Like PS5s yeah, inside. Yeah, just like I thought it was a GameStop. It was awesome. It was just for hot chocolate bombs. It was it was really cool and uh, I'll like bring I said, a PlayStation uh, and we can do a collaboration <laughs> thing though. It, it was a very humbling experience. Yeah. It was a great so. day too because I think I stopped in on opening day. I was late in the uh, day. I was, missed it. Th- was this it not? was not opening day. This oh, was no like, kidding. This was last um, the last December. Um, oh, no kidding. Oh, even better. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I mean that was mid mid December. Yeah, and that was happening oh. for many weeks. I love up that. to Christmas. Yeah. It was exciting. Yeah. You know, living in that neighborhood for a while because I lived just on the other side of the okay. square for a long time, uh-huh. and I always wanted something to happen in that spot that you're in. I, I love that spot. It's so really it's do. perfect. It's cute. I mean, I, I, I hate to use that word necessarily. To describe no, but it, yeah, but it is. It's well, like it's kind of like this adorable little place. You did a great job. I mean, both of you did a great job with the design of it. You know, mm-hmm. I, I know we joked at one point. We're like, it's very Instagrammable, which oh, yes. as silly as that sounds, but that is yeah. important because, you know, look, look at the wall here. I well, want that, people to yeah. want to take their picture in front oh, of yeah. it, you know? Yeah, that's absolutely. what we want to do to the building. Actually, I had shoulder surgery and stuff, so we were going to paint the whole oh, outside no the building kidding. pink. That's cool. And then, like, with droppings of, like, chocolate coming down <sighs> it. But he wants to do, like, uh, well, it's, like uh, our sayings on the outside so people will just stop. And yeah, well, I, I, I've been to this place, this coffee shop in Austin, Texas, and mm-hmm. I, I think it says, like, I love you so much, or it says, I love you too. It's not, You might have seen it. I think I've on, seen the picture, there, yeah. There's people, all the, people not even going to this coffee shop, but they take pictures of it, right? I'm, I'm sure they do. <laughs> well, right, no, no, but, you're, it, but at yeah. the same time. It's, mm-hmm. it's giving and promoting their business, and uh, all it is is a little saying on the wall. It's real cute, and people are like, oh, Instagrammable pic or Snapchat. Right. And, you know, sure enough, it goes along way because every time i see that coffee shop guess what they have people sitting all over the shop mm-hmm. yeah because you're gonna it, look if nothing else you're gonna go where did that picture go swipe 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 yep. swipe okay oh oh you know what i could go for a coffee well, right now right. well that's why you know at our store we have the we have candy land upside down which i i was totally joking about it and my brother and my brother tommy and then my mom were just ran with the idea they're like yeah that's so sweet i was like <laughs> i was kidding but i love where this is going yeah it's almost like your wall here it's like yeah which kind of came about in a similar way where I was like, uh, wouldn't it be cool if we did this? And then no one else laughed. I was like, oh, I guess it's happening. You know, I was the same for the studio build. Just, ugh. That's, but that's kind of how the best ideas come about. They really I think do. So too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You just throw them out there and see, you know, who bites. Sure. But, but you are right about that, that shop in Oakley. I mean, the mailmen joke to me all the time that they call that the graveyard because businesses go there to die. Yeah. And you would be shocked about the number of customers that come into me or come into the shop and they're like, well, good luck here. But like, they don't, most of them mean it in the nice way, of but some are kind of condescending. <laughs> right. And I'm like, okay, well, we're going to do good. Like, yeah, yeah. In like the three years I was there, I swear it was like four different yeah. businesses. Oh, you're not kidding. I've lived there. So I've lived there for 
almost six years okay. now. Yeah. Um, and I've seen, so we're the fourth business I've seen there. Wow. And uh, mm-hmm. it's not that the other business, because, you know, a couple of the other places have multiple locations. It's just that that spot. So um, we thought we would bring something great to the neighborhood, and there's not many desserts over there. Right. There's, a like, cu- there's a couple, but overall, we, we have something different that other people don't have to offer, and uh, it's it's been tremendous. Yeah, it's yeah. Like all pumps. I, I wasn't, I mean, those people didn't deter me. Because I, I told them, I said, well, we haven't been in here yet. Yeah. Yeah. It's, that's how you have to look at it. Yeah. Yeah. We, we never looked at it as, you know, because in my opinion, Oakley's still, I mean, it's still a baby, you know, where it's come in the last five, like since I've lived oh, there. Oh, yeah. Right. I mean, the development is unreal. You know? It's kind of crazy to see because it's been about, gosh, have I been gone that long? It's been about 10 years since I haven't lived there. But just, see, I mean, driving through all the time, I'm like, oh, I almost don't recognize this, you yeah, know, and, yeah. but in the best way. Right, I love to right. see it thrive. It was the one thing that I missed when I was living there. And like, yeah, it would have been like 2009-ish. And thinking about how it was like, oh, yeah, there's, there's a couple pubs. That's fine. Uh-huh. That was about it. And then now to see it expand and grow. Yeah, and I love seeing that you all have been a huge part of that. Yeah, oh, we're We excited. love it. Mm-hmm. I love the Oakley community. Everybody's been great to us. Yeah, and they have. Very supportive. Through COVID, it was very, because we opened and then COVID hit. Yeah, oh. two months after we opened, <laughs> it was COVID, yeah. and well, it's but like it's but we like, did wonderful. Oh I yeah, mean, I mean it's been awesome. It's it's built our business and boosted us even more than before or pre-COVID. Yep, I think people were excited for treats and the things like comfort food, oh, right? Yeah. You know, yeah, we in did the well. Like on, uh, is it Uber Eats that we so, do? Well? Yeah, all it's, the delivery services, Grubhub, oh. DoorDash, Uber Eats. That's that's he took did off. all that. I don't oh know my gosh, that. I'm just thinking about. It. I'm like, you just like opened the worst box for me. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can have treats delivered to the house. Well, yeah, I mean, it's so convenient. You know, in this day and age, everybody's just. I mean, you know, like, well, I could go out and get it, but it's also raining, and I would rather right. not go out. Right. Yeah, exactly. I'm sitting there waiting for it's like oh only 399 delivery fee don't mind if i do <laughs> my uh, sister and i are at odds we're pretty close in age but she's i'm still like the old school i'm like no i'm gonna go to the place if i'm gonna go you know, do uh, that's how i am yeah and uh but i do like the option and at the one but i think a large part of me is constantly going okay mark don't do that because i know as soon as i do it one time it's just gonna be too convenient the rest of my life and now just laying on the couch somebody's delivering truffles to me are you serious this is the dream <laughs> so the thing i've noticed mark is that when I do, so I hardly will ever order it unless I'm like, I'm in a meeting or I'm doing a bunch of work where I can't leave or there's a snowstorm outside <laughs> and I'll tip someone very good to <laughs> yeah, bring that to my doorstep. But I notice I spend an extra like 20 bucks when I do that because yeah. I'm like, well, I'm already paying the delivery fee and the taxes mm-hmm. on top of it, the service fee. So let's actually add another entree yeah <laughs> why not yeah it's or, gotta be good for the or another too. box of truffle cakes exactly mm-hmm. oh this is the most dangerous news i've learned in a while <laughs> i kind of regret i almost regret having you in now to tell me like mark did you want to get fatter on your couch here's a great path he, try all these delicious treats so where can what's up i know we talked about obviously you can come to jungle to get it we can go visit one of your two locations either in fairfield or in oakley how else can we find you online uh, yes, you could on our uh, rubyschocolates.com. You could we ship to all 50 states. Actually, just shipped the furthest one to Hawaii. That was <sighs> the furthest we've shipped yet, which was pretty cool. That's really cool. Um, and then we've shipped out of the country a couple of times to I think it was British Columbia mm-hmm. and somewhere in the Caribbeans. I can't remember exactly, but it's amazing. It's almost it's pretty cool because I don't know if you've heard of the book. Um, what is, oh man, of course I bring up a book and I can't remember it. <laughs> uh, Shoe Dog by, uh, it's about Phil Knight and how he uh, kind of started the progression of Nike. Okay. They had a map 
that mapped out all the states they had shipped Nikes to. Mm -hmm. And I kind of do that with Ruby. So it's kind of cool to, you know, marking off Hawaii as uh, the furthest to ship and it didn't even melt. And, you know, challenge accepted. Well, with go back to COVID issues. It's, it's a lot harder to ship things during these times. The USPS is a little behind on everything and it's, you know, not a little behind on everything. (laughs) Yeah. Right. (laughs) But anyway, you could go to, you could go to our website, check that out. Um, Are you on social too, right? What's that? Oh, yeah, you could buy it. You could buy it through. We definitely uh, recommend if you, you know, we mentioned it earlier with custom orders, you could directly message us on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Cool. uh, Order through Instagram. And then, yes, we're at both jungle locations, the three Dorothy Lane markets, um, all up in Spring, uh, Springboro, Dayton area. Okay. Uh, A small shop in your neck of the woods. Oh, really? uh, Over, it's called Taste on Elm. Oh, it yeah, is, yeah, it's yeah. a little wine um, gourmet shop. Oh, that actually sounds like really, a perfect combo. Oh, yeah. it's it's absolutely awesome. And yeah, we're still growing. You know, we we love any opportunity to grow with uh, any business there is in Cincinnati. And we try to kind of partner with other businesses when there, whenever there is a chance. I love that. Yeah. Uh, what's the Instagram handle, by the way? Uh, Ruby's Chocolates. Oh, perfect. Easy now. No one else had that name. <laughs> it's great. Good. Well, Ruby's sweet spot was taken. So yeah. <laughs> uh, that's actually my account. Um, <laughs> don't view it. No. Hey, y'all. Thank you so much again for the treats and for your time. I am so glad to have you here in the store. I've actually eaten an embarrassing amount of truffles since your last visit. Like every time I think to myself, oh, I got my weight under control a little bit. I meet someone new making something delicious and realize that I have zero willpower. It's amazing. Well, another episode of the can, huh? Sweet. Okay, well, here's a little uh, heads up on what I've got coming up on the show soon. Next week, I'm going to run the extended cut of the interview with Tony Woods. Tony is a legendary comedian. He has mentored so many great people. He was really heavily involved and instrumental in the success of things like HBO's Deaf Comedy Jam way back when. Um, and ultimately, Tony was kind enough to stop into the jungle while he was here in town to do the show with me and Jungle right before he went off to do his next podcast. It's kind of a small show. You probably haven't heard of it. It's called The Joe Rogan Experience. <laughs> I I keep laughing about it because I'm just like, why do people keep saying yes to me? This is crazy. Uh, You know, maybe there's a little bit of me going, I'm secretly hoping (laughs) that he mentions he did this show first. I mean, it is, realistically, it is wild that we have a podcast studio in the middle of an international market, right? You know I mean? That's a, that's, 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 that's a cool story. And we got to play with some giant lobsters and all kinds of stuff. I'll post all over social media. So make sure you're following us on, I've said Facebook like 800 times here, but Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff. I'll make sure we get some good teasers out there. Uh, in addition to this though, I'm also doing my big seafood spectacular part one. Uh, I know I've been teasing this episode for months now and I am finally hyped to bring it to you. I have the sneaking suspicion that uh, Ross, the king of seafood, and that's my title for him, and now his official title. I feel like he'll be one of those people you ask me to have back on the show repeatedly. And guess what? I want to, because we covered maybe 1% of the ocean, uh, which leaves 99% of the ocean still to talk about. And Ross is just, he's one of those people that's so passionate about what he does and so knowledgeable. I am so excited to give up all of these secrets. So make sure you're subscribed. You can always email me podcast at junglegyms.com or call me 513-674-6855. Leave me a message. I want to hear from you people. I think it's fun. We can talk. We can be friends-ish. You know, I really don't want to be too, com- I'm not I'm not a commitment phobe, but I don't know you. You know, I, I'd like to know the people before I'm like, 
yeah, we're cool now. We're official. You can try to use my name for discounts at small chain restaurants. You know what I mean? Well, on that, all kidding aside, I appreciate you all so much for listening. Thanks for always sticking around with me to the end of the episode when I'm doing something silly like my outro here. Um, And I'm really looking forward to these next couple of weeks of episodes. So on that, I'll see you out in the aisles. The Jungle Gyms podcast is recorded in the WJJI studio inside Jungle Gyms International Market in Fairfield, Ohio. The Jungle Gyms podcast is produced and hosted by Mark Borison.